So welcome to the program, John Young and Piers Cunningham presenting Beyond Infinity. And we are doing this remotely, so normally we'd do it at a studio um, at uh, Radio Port Phillip in Mornington, but for the last, what, six, seven weeks, the studio's been closed, like a lot of businesses, uh, not able to open its doors for safety reasons and for isolation reasons and social distancing, all that sort of stuff. So what we've been doing for that time has been recording remotely and just thought I'd run through what that process is. There's a great thread if people are interested, and uh, I, I personally love Reddit. John kind of put me onto Reddit a few years ago, but I find Reddit is great because it allows you to focus in on areas of interest. And one of the areas, the sub-threads, if you like, on Reddit that I follow is their podcasting. So it's just r slash podcasting. You'll find it quite easily. You can just do a search in, in the Reddit app, which is free to download. And then you basically get regular questions from people and for example there might be someone who wants to start podcasting from scratch or someone who wants to know what the, what the available software is what's the best freeware to use what kind of microphone they should get what sort of hardware they need to invest in all this sort of stuff is covered on that subreddit it would cover a lot of different um, budgets and scenarios as well because you can start it very uh, cheaply or you can go really high end and spend a lot of money to do what we're doing that's right. Yeah. So look, I'm just going to take through the... Um, so what we do is actually pretty low end in the sense that we use freeware, which is Audacity. So you can download this um, easily. It's a good solid piece of stable software. It's, it's been around for a while. So they've ironed out most of the bugs or really I've, I've actually never come across any bugs with this software. I think it's, uh, it's really good considering it's freeware. But there are other options as well. I mean, Adobe Audition is a professional software package you can get from Adobe. It costs you to have it. I think you've got to pay a monthly subscription to use it. And it has more functionality. But really for, for voice recording and for podcasting, usually in MP3 format, but it will handle other forms, other file formats as well. But what we do is, is MP3. What we post to our website, beyondinfinity.com.au, is all MP3. And similarly, what we post to iTunes, to Stitcher, to Spotify, to all the different podcasting platforms that are out there. There's heaps of them. That's all as MP3 as well. And for that purpose, I really find that, that um, Audacity is quite adequate. So I'll just take you through the process. And as I said, there are, there are more expensive ways of doing this. You can have um, higher-end gear. You obviously, if you've got a soundproof room at home or wherever you're recording, that helps. That getting, keep, keeping uh, extraneous noise out of the recording is a good thing. But for a remote interview, which is what I'm doing with John now, we've actually both got Audacity recording our voices right now. We've downloaded the software. We've installed it. There's Mac versions. There's Windows versions. So that's no problem. Yeah, we have two separate streams because uh, the, we run the risk is if you are the only one recording uh, and my audio is coming in to, to your side, then it's actually not going to be as crisp or as clear uh, because it's had to go through my computer, through the internet, and then come out and play through, you know, whether it be your speakers or however, you know, you're recording onto your system. Mm. And, and so by us recording the individual conversations on either side that actually allows us to, to record the best quality the best quality that we can manage uh, you know manage uh, in this environment at the moment that yeah is. that's right and and that's what it's and absolutely with so with freeware you're, you're you're getting the recording so john's just recording his side of it i've got some headphones on so i'm isolating i'm talking into a microphone that's plugged directly into my computer i'm, I'm running a, an imac with audacity on it 
and I've just got a, um, a Sony microphone, which actually originally came from a video camera, and it does a reasonable job. There are other, other microphones out there which I'll come to, and there's lots of information on that subreddit thread and elsewhere on the internet if you want to if you want to research microphones. But a lot of people are doing this, and particularly because of isolation, there's all sorts of people all around the world getting into podcasting, whether it's for business purposes, whether it's sharing experiences, uh, whether it's talking politics, whether it's talking technology, science, all the different stuff that people are talking about. A lot of that's um, finding its way into the podcast world, and there are literally hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions now, um, of podcasts available from, from people of all walks of life from all around the world. So it's very popular. We've seen our numbers absolutely skyrocketing in the last two months since the COVID-19 pandemic shut down a lot of the world's economy. So podcasting is a great way to put stuff out there and to share your thoughts. We also back this up with a website, beyondinfinity.com.au. So we post initially to iTunes and then we wind up with the sound files being embedded um, via SoundCloud, which is a which is kind of the YouTube YouTube of audio. It's a Berlin-based company uh, that uh, that it has reasonable prices. I think it's about in the order of about 150 Australian dollars. So what's that? About 100 US for unlimited uploads to SoundCloud, and then from there you basically just embed the SoundCloud player in your web page, which, uh, as I mentioned, ours is beyondinfinity.com.au. The real benefit of the website for us is it includes show notes, includes related videos, includes... Yeah, I can embed a YouTube video or I can embed uh, other information uh, or links that we may not have or, or in the uploaded audio when we put into SoundCloud. So it's just it's an opportunity to add more information, but, but also allows us to have the more of the navigation. So if people want to you know, listen to a particular topic, and then mm-hmm. finding it on the website is much easier than it is on, say, SoundCloud or iTunes or, or one of the other services there. Yeah, that's right. And, and not many podcasts actually do back up or support the, the podcast, the audio, with a, a really good website. And John's been responsible for ours. He's done a great job over the years. It is searchable and it has got categories. So you can search business, you can search space travel, there's all sorts of things. There's all uh, subheads. Product which, reviews and yeah, pl- yeah plenty of yeah. different things. So yeah. there's all. So it makes it easier to find stuff you're interested in. There's a lot of stuff there. There's over 700 podcasts there now. Yeah. Ranging in length from, I don't know, from as little as uh, about 10 minutes right through to longer form interviews where we've, we've speak with people for an hour. So there's, there's uh, a whole bunch of stuff that's accumulated there. It is searchable and that's the benefit of the website. But just coming back to the process with Audacity. So, so it's a little bit convoluted. I mean, if I, if I do an interview from the studio, which is what we've normally done, we obviously have a soundproof room. We have better equipment. We have better microphones. So it is a crisper, cleaner sound. There's less background hiss. Um, it is a, it's, a, it's a professional recording as opposed to a kind of improvised setup, which is what we're using right now. But... We want to keep the program ticking on. There's plenty to talk about. As I mentioned, there's a lot of people in ISO who are listening to podcasts that we do. Uh, So we want to keep them happy and and keep the program ticking along. So we're doing it the best we can. From the studio, it's, it's quite easy just to ring someone up, patch the phone call through to the studio, and then I sit in the studio as I would normally, talking into a a good microphone and, and getting a pretty decent quality recording. In fact, compared with the recording of a phone call coming into the studio, what we're doing now is probably better for both parties. So my voice recorded in the studio will be clean and crisp, but the incoming phone call will sound like a phone call. It's, yes. it's, it's comprehensible. It's, you, can, you can work out what's being said, but it, it can be a bit fuzzy and scratchy and just you know, clearly sounds like a, a phone call that's, that's come into the studio. 
the difference is if I'm lining up an interview with someone now, I have to actually educate them a bit about how to use Audacity because that's the method we're using. So they need to uh, install the, the freeware onto their device. They Ideally, they have a microphone or a headset or something like that. And increasingly, people are getting hold of this equipment because they're working from home and they're doing Zoom conferencing, that kind of stuff. They need it installed. They need to be basically be doing what John and I are both doing. So that's, that's running Audacity, recording directly into their computer or their laptop. When the uh, recording is complete, they uh, either Dropbox it or we transfer it or Google Drive it to me. And then I've been basically combining those two um, you know, two sides of the conversation, John's voice, which he's recorded locally at his place, my voice, which I've recorded at mine. So I put mine first on the timeline usually, and then I import the audio file of John's voice that he sent to me into the same timeline. They appear one above the other in Audacity. And then basically using a little slider control that's built into the software, I line the two up, I sync up the two visually by waveform and also by sound. Uh, there's different techniques. We, we do things like counting down, trying to synchronize our voices, counting down from five to one, mark, and uh, and then I can line up on that. But once you've lined it up, then the rest of the, the recording is obviously in sync. So that's that's, right. a, that's a critical thing to get right because otherwise you can't have people in playback talking over each other. You know, that, that really right. becomes becomes um, very frustrating to listen to and, and sort of inaudible and incomprehensible. So that is and, a requirement. And I just wanted to say that there's, there are many different ways this could be achieved uh, sure. we, we've cho- chosen this way because it's it's actually pretty straightforward you know we've got a phone call happening via our mobile phone which you know my headphones are actually plugged into my mobile phone and I'm talking to you on that but yeah. my I've, the mic is recording which is separate to the headphone mic but I've got a mic a separate mic uh, recording into audacity on the computer and that's exactly what you're doing on your side now we know that there are different options. I think there's paid services where you can, um, you know, have a sort of a third party listing solution on your phone and you might dial in another number and then that that third number is actually recording both streams and will send you the audio file. It's cumbersome. I've used it before and it can be expensive and I've actually had failures on that as well. So, yeah. and there's, there's apps that have tried to do it locally on the device, but because of different, I think you've looked into this more, but different rules yeah. around the world. There's mm. restrictions on what you can and can't do. That's with right. Recording. I looked at that because, I mean, I just thought, uh, particularly when you're wanting to be able to ring up guests, you know, you don't want to have to present them with this slightly complicated and convoluted process. You know, they've got to, they need to isolate the, the conversation they're having on the phone with their voice, which they're recording into the computer. They need to run... Uh, Audacity, you need to install it and run it. Now, look, for most people, that's all doable. People have that kind of standard literacy these days. But it's still, it's not as easy as someone just calling a telephone number, having it patched through to the studio, which is the normal way that we've done phone interviews. I looked at apps and I looked at all the options for recording phone calls that exist. They were either expensive or they had very strict limits on, on how much you could use them before you had to start to pay. They had reviews, which, uh, which I always look at when I download an app, and particularly ones which I'm going to have to pay for, the reviews were often quite patchy that, that, you know, oh, this just doesn't work or, you know, there's no support, I had technical problems, blah, blah, blah. 
the uh, yeah. jurisdictional uh, issue of legality because there are certain privacy laws. It's not that easy in Australia anyway to record both sides of a conversation. By law, I think you have to inform the other party that that, that conversation is potentially being recorded. And a lot of businesses do that when you're on hold. They'll give you that message. This conversation or this phone call may be recorded for training purposes, that kind of message you'll hear. Um, so that's that's a requirement under privacy laws in Australia. But also um, just the ability to record a phone call from a smartphone is not an easy thing to do. In fact, you can record in iOS, you can record the video of a, say, a conference call that you're doing or a FaceTime call in iOS. The ability to record the video is is quite easy. It's built into the iOS. I actually discovered how to do this in my in my investigation of, of how I could record remote interviews. Mm-hmm. So you can record the video, but you can't record the audio that goes with the video. Right. Similarly, you can't record the, the audio only. So that's why we're doing it the way that we are. So John records his side, I record mine, he, he drop boxes or, or emails me the MP3 file, so he exports it from Audacity at his end as an MP3, then he sends that to me, I download it first onto my local drive and then import it from there into Audacity, add it to the timeline that I've got with my voice, and then it's just a case of syncing up the audio uh, and then exporting it. So then both, uh, both John's voice and my voice get merged into one recording. So instead of two left and right channel recordings appearing on the one screen, it merges them down into one. Uh, and then I edit that. So I've exported it, saved that as a separate merged file. Um, and then I import that back into Audacity, and that's when I do my editing. Obviously, I don't want to edit John's voice and then my voice and then try to sync them up because that's that right. would be, no. that would be yeah. actually impossible if I did yes. that. Yeah. Um, so so that's, that's the process, and uh, you're listening to the results. You know, hopefully the quality on this one is, you know, it's certainly not the, the standard that we're used to with the studio, but hopefully this is uh, on the improve as we sort of tighten up a few things, what we do, you know, the last time we did a, record like this i was just using the microphone directly off the laptop uh, i noticed it wasn't that great and i think that you could uh, i think you mentioned when you were doing some of the editing that you could hear some of the taps on the keyboard or there were some other sounds so hopefully mm-hmm. with this one you know with the little improvements we make because it's all about the content and what we talk about uh, yeah in, in, i agree in podcast but it it helps it certainly helps the listener when there's better audio if you've got Sure. external sounds or you know taps on the keyboard or it's not it's not clear enough mm. uh, th- then i know in past experience for me as a listener myself then you just end up abandoning the podcast and turning That's it right. off and especially yeah. if you're listening in a car where there's where there's other noise around i mean at the moment not many people are driving so so that's not so much of an issue, but but yeah, look, we, we all appreciate clarity. We're all quite used to it. We've been spoilt, and we, we have got the benefit of, of normally using a studio. The most recent communications I've had from the studio is that they are looking to, to phase in, uh, you know, get back to normality with with uh, how that's used by different programs. So we will hopefully be doing that before too long. What are, what are the to, big problems that you reckon you come across when you uh, have to do this? Because you've now done it a few times with some interviews that you've done mm. of late. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it is a new process that you've, I guess, recently uh, learned. I mean, I know you've been editing for many years, mm. but having to sync up the different audio streams is somewhat of a new process. So how are you finding that uh, is going? Look, look, it's fine. Um, I'm getting better at it. It just adds a layer to the editing process because I've got to import that that separate audio track and then combine the two. So, you know, syncing them up is the most critical thing to get right because obviously, you know, you don't want people talking over each other. Then it really becomes garbled and, and 
you know, not something that you're going to bother listening to. So the syncing process is fine. And, and then really, it's, it's not a complicated process. It's not that hard. It's just that extra step. So it takes longer. There's no question. Each podcast that we wind up posting to iTunes and to our website and to Stitcher and elsewhere, it is taking longer to get that finished result. But overall, it's, it's really not that much of a drama at all. Just thought I'd mention briefly, and, and, and look, that, that podcasting thread on Reddit really is great for um, finding more about this sort of detail of you know which microphone you might want to buy if you are looking to do a podcast of your own. Under 100 US dollars gets you a perfectly adequate um, microphone for doing the sort of thing that we're doing. Audio Technica is a, is a brand that a friend of mine's using one of their microphones to record his voice for podcasting. So that's one brand, but there's plenty of other ones. I mean, there's an Australian company actually called Rode, R-O-D-E, that make uh, professional Really, really stuff good. For, yeah. yeah, high-end stuff for TV. And and, um, and I've actually was given a, a lapel mic, which, which I can plug into an iPhone. So if I'm not doing an interview, if I wanted to record just a monologue and I wanted to say I wanted to be out and about while I did it or I want to be mobile... Just got a standard microphone jack on the on the uh, Rode lapel mic that goes into my Lightning converter, so I can plug it into the base of my iPhone, and then it actually can just record it as a voice memo, uh, which is a, a built-in um, voice recording program in iOS, and then from there I can um, can basically get that into my computer, and then export that as an MP3, and then import it into Audacity, and then edit it, and and that's fine for doing a, a monologue. So if that's what you want to do, the other thing you can also do with um, Audacity is just plug in a microphone directly into your computer and record as I am now without adding the other track of your interview subject. So there's different ways of skinning a cat. And one thing I just I'd add in with that as well is uh, make sure that you've got notifications or things turned off if you're using your laptop or your computer. Mm. You, you don't really want the sounds of the uh, computer coming back through the microphone. I think in Audacity, when we hit record, you can choose to also record the computer sounds. So, you know, we've got the mic sounds, obviously, but you can also choose to record the computer sounds. For example, you might be talking about a video that you've watched on YouTube and you might be adding some commentary. And so you may want to play that while the recording an audio podcast yeah. just so you can hear the audio through the, the recording as well. So that that would be one advantage uh, of, of recording there. But what, what I'm saying is just be aware of the settings that you need to have. You know, when we're recording, we're both recording in the same rate. So yeah. yep. um, you've got to sync it up, not, not only in time, for when you're doing the editing, but also in terms of making sure you've got the same bit rate, making sure that you've got notifications turned off in other areas. So you just try to cut out all other noises, influences that might affect the recording. Yep, exactly. So that, that's that's an important thing. And, and you know, as we discovered the other day, if you are using a microphone that's built into your laptop, so we're talking about bare basic, you know, how to, how to get some audio out and get a podcast up there, you can't be sort of searching for things on Google uh, using your keyboard because they'll be picked up by the built-in microphone. That can be very hard to, well, you can't get it out basically if, if there's a micro, if, if you're speaking over the click-click of a keypad, then that's with your audio. You can't separate your voice from the other audio that's being recorded at the same time through the through one microphone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so look, there are some basic things like that to get right. SoundCloud's not the only service to use. It's one that we use. It's pretty reliable. A lot of people use it for music. Startup musicians and, and even established musicians post a lot of their stuff onto SoundCloud. So it's, it's actually more for music than it is for, for podcasting, but it, it's the one that we use. There are other services that do it. 
and then the platforms that it goes to we basically started out posting to itunes which i think is still one of the main ways that people consume podcasts certainly when we look at our figures um, and that's obviously the benefit you get with soundcloud is that you do get analytics so you can see where your listeners are right down to to the city that they live in uh, or even the suburb of a, of, a, of a city that they live in you can see all that and you can break it down country by country. We know, for example, that the majority of our listeners are in the United States and then Australia and then it's probably the UK and then maybe Canada. So it gives you some insight into where your audience is. Uh, that may help with advertising. Certainly it gives you numbers. It shows you uh, if some if a particular subject or a particular podcast you've done is, is very popular, then you can see that and that, that may be um, a sign to you that that's something you should develop further or that's a subject which you should you should continue with because it's it's got a following or it's got it's got a large number of listens and that's generally that's you know the listens is the yardstick that people are looking at it's, it's a pretty solid barometer obviously marketing and promoting your 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 podcast is a whole other area which i won't go into too much detail but you know harnessing social media harnessing things like reddit um, you know, those are all things which can help the numbers and get you out there. Word of mouth will be a, will be a, a, a good one, and you know, there's no substitute for quality. You know, and we both know that, John. That if if, yeah. um, if you do a, if you do something well, you will develop an audience. You know, people That's will right. sh- people will share things with their family and friends, and and that and that builds your audience over time. So, quality is is important. So yeah, look, I think that's about all we can we we need to say about it today. We'll include some links, uh, include some links to that uh, the thread, the podcasting thread on Reddit, which I think is excellent. Uh, has all sorts of information for people starting out with podcasting, uh, including you know what what hardware to buy, what techniques to use. It's become a very niche things as well, thing as well. You know, finding a niche, I think, is is an important thing with with podcasting. If there's hundreds of thousands or even millions of podcasts out there these days, then narrowing it down to a specific niche that you're talking about I think is a smart thing to do we do science and technology but we have some regular things within that that we talk about whether it's space travel or new technologies John's area of interest I guess mine's mine's space travel but other things as well which we cover hopefully this has been useful to our listeners if you'd like to support this podcast we have a Patreon account it'd be great if you could sling us a uh, a few dollars now and again to support this podcast patreon.com forward slash beyond infinity rwp john's going to include a link with this podcast once it goes up on our website there'll be a link which you can find on our homepage, which will allow you to support us there's over 700 podcasts there so there's got to be something that's going to interest you wherever you happen to be in the world Thanks for listening, and uh, we obviously invite you to uh, to give us feedback. You'll find links to our social media. We've got an email link as well, so we, we definitely invite people's suggestions, feedback, criticism, constructive criticism, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.